Well, it's been some time, uh, in fact, early January, since we began the communion meditation series on uh, Psalm 19. So I'd like to read uh, verses 1 through 7. So if you'd open your word to uh, Psalm 19. We'll read that. Verses 1 through 6 will be review, and then we'll focus briefly on verse 7 uh, as our meditation today. This is the living word of God. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. Day unto day utters speech, and night unto night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them, that is the heavens, in them he has set a tabernacle for the sun, which is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoices like a strong man to run its race. Its rising is from one end of heaven and its circuit to the other end, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. And then verse 7, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Well, the first part of this psalm, verses 1 through 6, highlights what is uh, often called, commonly called, general revelation. And that's that all people have evidence of God's power and his majesty in creation in the lights uh, of the heavens, in the heavens, in his creation. And the key verse for that is Romans 1, 19 and 20. What may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even as eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. And we saw that Jesus alone is the true light that enlightens every man. We have the lights in the heavens. Jesus is the light, the true light. And so praise God for his creation and, and how it speaks of him. Uh, but even more so, praise God for his love for us and, and his holiness and that they're clearly seen in Jesus Christ revealed in his word and through his spirit. And praise God that the revelation of the Son in the word of God is clear. It's clearer than the revelation of, of God in nature. Uh, the general revelation of God in uh, his creation points us to uh, Jesus Christ, points us to special revelation in the scriptures. The Westminster Confession begins this way. This is chapter one, the first sentence, first paragraph. Although the light of nature and the works of creation and providence do so far manifest the goodness, wisdom, and power of God as to leave men unexcusable, yet are they not sufficient to give that knowledge of God and of his will which is necessary unto salvation. Therefore, it pleased the Lord at sundry times and in diverse manners to reveal himself and to declare his will unto his church. Praise God for the word of God. And in most of the second half of this psalm, verses 7 through 11, we'll go through each verse, uh, Lord willing, individually, uh, we'll be focusing on the special revela revelation that we have in the law of God, in the word of God. And as the heavens and the creation declare uh, the glory of God, so does his perfect law. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting or restoring the soul. And uh, Matthew Henry said this, um, of, of the part, the law of the Lord is perfect. He said, the word is perfectly free from all corruption, perfectly filled with good, and perfectly fitted for the end for which it is designed. The law of the Lord is perfect. James 1 says, but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one, this person, will be blessed in what he does. 
So the word is called the perfect law of liberty, which as we look into it and act upon it, we will be blessed. We will know the blessing of, of the Lord. And this perfect word is used by the Lord in restoring our soul and reviving our soul. Second Timothy 3, Paul reminded Timothy of the, the word in his life. In verse 15, he uh, said, from childhood you, that is Timothy, have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. And then in uh, James 1, uh, later on in James 1, it says uh, that we should receive with meekness uh, the implanted or the engrafted word which is able to save our souls. So the Lord has given us his perfect word to point us to him. And the word of God reveals the person and the work of Jesus Christ our Lord. And it makes us wise for salvation in him, which means that we see our sin, we see our misery, the misery that our sin causes. And then, praise God, we can see our hope, the hope of our salvation in Jesus Christ alone. And it's used, the word of God is used by his grace to thoroughly equip us for every good work. And then the second half of verse seven says, the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. So his word, his testimony of himself is sure. Nothing can be added to it, nothing can be uh, taken away from it, and it never fails. So the Lord said, assuredly, the Lord Jesus said, the Lord, assuredly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. And because it's sure, and it's true, it makes the simple wise. And in one sense, we're all simple. Um, in Psalm 119, David said, the entrance of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. And then Psalm 119, also 98, says, you through your commandments make me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. So praise God for his revelation of himself and his truth in the word of God. And praise God that we who have been drawn to the Lord by his grace are reminded in his word each week, every week that we come to the table, uh, that his body, the Lord's body was broken for us uh, to pay the penalty for our sin. His blood was shed for us to atone for our sin. And so as we partake of this communion meal, let's rejoice, brothers and sisters, in the wonder of salvation in Jesus Christ. It's far more wonderful than uh, the glory of the heavens, glorious as they are. And let's rejoice in the law of the Lord, which is perfect and which the Lord gave us to redeem us and to enable us to live uh, and to serve him and to worship him. Let's pray. Lord of all creation, we bow before our creator and our master, and we praise you for revealing yourself in creation and most clearly through your son and your precious word. Lord, open our eyes by the power of your Holy Spirit that we might behold your glory in Christ who upholds the universe by the word of his power, who is the brightness of the glory of God and the express image of his person. And Lord, may we come with humility now and joy as we remember your great love for us in saving us by the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. And we ask this and we partake of this communion in the name of Christ Jesus, the light of the world and the word of God. Amen.